There we go. <laughs> Hello, my darling. How are you? I am well. Thank you very much. How are you doing today? I am excellent. I've had a pretty um, chilled morning. Did a little bit of reading, um, which is Beautiful. fantastic. Yeah, um, and now I'm or for pleasure. Academic, actually, but it was it was pleasurable academia. Um, Ooh, which is not... it's always, it's always. I, well, no, it's not always. <laughs> um, I don't know why you would lie to the listeners like that, my darling <laughs> friend. Um, but today it was, and so I'm feeling pretty good. I'm, um, I've remodeled my room, so now my bed faces the window, so I can like stare out the window into the gorgeous sunshine in the garden, which That's is beautiful. absolutely fantastic. Yeah. I have such an excellent idea. Oh my gosh. I, I, I think it's really important to um to wake up with light, actually. That's, That's very, my... very true. Yeah, yeah. I actually it's it's advice that I took from um Anne Carson's The Glass essay in which Oh my <laughs> god. Can I tell you that is really sitting in one of my multiple tabs on my iPhone eight. Um, I'm currently trying to work my way up to getting to that. Um, maybe this afternoon, yeah. who can say? Who knows? Maybe, who knows? yeah. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, there is this beautiful bit in which um, she, Anne Carson, is describing having a conversation with her mother in which um, in which her mother is like, I don't understand why you don't close your curtains um, uh, in the evening so that you can block out the light when you um, go to sleep. And Anne Carson replies, um, but I, I like to I like to wake up like that way. I like to wake up with all this light. And it's beautiful. I'm butchering um, her beautiful language. That is but, beautiful. Yeah. That's absolutely I think absolutely it's, I think stunning. That's, yeah, I think there's something that's wonderful to wake up with light. And I'm glad that you are um, inviting it into your life. Thank you, my darling. Yes, yeah, it's been it's been a good week. I actually also repainted my room. Um, yes. And yeah. So, so what I'm, color? I'm, you didn't tell me what color. Right, right. I um I've moved from a very bright yellow to a more subdued and somber um light gray, which um I was a little ah. bit apprehensive about because I was like, hmm, I don't know, I'm not too sure. But it really is helping me feel a lot more grounded and a lot more um still like the yellow was wonderful but it was very loud and it felt like I was always being screamed at in the comfort of my own um <laughs> room and so what I'm ultimately going to recommend to anyone who has yellow walls is if you're feeling a little bit shaky if you're feeling a little bit um yeah like your feet aren't touching the ground um maybe it's time <laughs> to go for a light gray I'm definitely going to recommend that um so I yeah I'm feeling a... brought to you by Dulux this absolutely 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 <laughs> um but yeah so I'm feeling revitalized I'm feeling renewed I'm feeling like I could potentially be quite comfortable um for as long as we are told to stay within our homes and not interact with other human beings I love that yeah when I'm, I, I um especially now with e-commerce opening up I've kind of been I was looking at superbulous the other day and I was like, let me just get like, just like a random, like, um, tiger shaped, um, candle holder. Just like whatever. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> I know. It's available for $1.99. Jesus. Okay. So she uh, watches Tiger podcast, King. Yeah. The podcast is also, um, sponsored by Superbulous. Please. Um, I wish. God. I, oh, I, I absolutely wish. Yeah. Um, but, um, but yeah, but I, I also had that similar feeling of like, you know, if we, if we really are settling into this like space for a couple of more months, um, I, you know, you want to make that treat space yourself. As, 
beautiful exactly and as beautiful as possible you want to yeah you want to wake up to beauty every single day I so, love yeah. that so did you end up getting yeah. the the tiger shaped candle for that? um not yet no but it's in my it's in my cart actually um wow so, yeah. wow yeah. that um, most so... kind of um ambitious most kind of um <laughs> transient of spaces the superbalist cart <laughs> Truly, that yeah. an icon of movement, of will, of ambition, of yeah. ambiguity. We love <laughs> ambiguity, and that is really the word that I'm going to confess I was looking for. Um, and when I when I could not find it, I did default to ambition. And you know what? That's okay. It's okay. I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> but speaking wow. of yeah. ambition and of ambiguity and of wishes and wish lists and cards, um, tell me, my friend. Who is the person that you have been fantasizing and wishing about in this past week in, in terms of what I'm saying? Wie gaan jou crush of die week This is really, really tough. I, um, it's, I think it's actually going to be um, this small bakery in Cape Town who, wow. I, um, who I ordered my birthday cake from. And um, and who I also have every Sunday been ordering um, beignets from. Oh my and, god, that's um, stunning! And for, yeah, and for those who have um, followed the pod for a long time, um, they'll, they'll also know that when I was very heartbroken in October, um, I also I ordered. <laughs> never forget. Never forget. Yeah, <laughs> never forget. <laughs> we we moved through this. Um, but I I also ordered custom made heartbreak beignets, which I then shared with friends. Um, oh, a so, moment yeah, most so this, pleasing this and most iconic to me. <laughs> Definitely so delicious. Never seen before. Never <laughs> um, but yeah, this bakery, which is called Egg and Shoulders. They just are the most wonderful people. It's just this, like, this couple, um, Ed and M, and, um, and they just bake the most delicious treats. And then in addition to this wonderful cake that they made me for my birthday on Friday, they also drew an illustration of me with the cake. Oh my god! They were just like, as like we were just, we just loved your energy when you got the cake, and so they just, they were, they were inspired. Um, that to, is incredible. To draw me, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's so tough being amused, but um. Oh, you're literally the, amused. That is literally exactly what you are. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing! Please, I, know, I mean, I, um, yeah. Do They're share. Wonderful. They are, yeah. I will absolutely share, and they are so such wonderful people. And I, um, yeah. If if anybody is still in Cape Town, I really I'm gonna put their their details in the the description. But um, but yeah, That's they fantastic. are wonderful people to support. But yeah, those they're my crush. Also, um, <laughs> because you love that cake, didn't you? That it, it was an excellent oh my God, cake. I'm still working through it. It's so delicious. <laughs> it's that is incredible. Um, oh. Yeah. I honestly wish I could like share it digitally with all of our listeners and you especially. Um, Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> as an aside. Um, but yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, it was, it's, it's so good. I've just, I've just been, if, if I, I feel like we had that discussion um, before on this podcast of who we'd be a unicorn to. <laughs> right yes um, oh like, my god I would, I, I would i would be the a unicorn to them not not perhaps in the sexual context but like in i would like okay. to be in the kitchen with them one day 
Oh, absolutely. And I can yeah. see you doing that. In fact, I would I would just ask them because they love you so much already. You're their muse. Yeah. Just say, listen, I would I would love to come and bake with you. You're absolutely right. Yeah, I should learn how to make babies. I pack it. Yeah. Thank absolutely. You. absolutely. Maybe you. teach them a couple of things, huh? Yes. For once in their lives. Absolutely. <laughs> Lifelong learning. Absolutely. <laughs> but yes, they're my question of the week. Um, and how about you? I um, have thought long and hard about this and I am going to come forward with two crushes of the week for this week. Um, The first one is kind of surprising and someone who did sneak up on me um, and someone who I was just really not certain about. But I saw the trailer for his Netflix Radio City Music Hall performance. And of course, I'm talking about one Ben Platt who is the star of um, The Politician, who is the star of the famed musical Dear Evan Hansen, <laughs> as well as a supporting character in Pitch Perfect for anybody who does not know. I think he is just a very interesting person. And the, what he was wearing for his Radio City Music Hall performance, which, yes, will be premiering on Netflix tomorrow, Wednesday, oh 20th God, of May. Yes. Everybody get ready. Absolutely. This is a plug. Um, I, I think he's just, he's really cute. I think that he seems to be really wholesome and I ultimately did end up tearing up at the, even the trailer for the, for the performance. So oh I'm really God. looking forward to that. Oh my God. Um, yeah, as well as just, it seems like, um, he's really come into a stronger identity in terms of like his own queerness, his own, like, like self-confidence, the clothes that he's wearing are incredible. He's got like a very, um, Harry Styles kind of a fashion sense at the moment, which I'm loving. Oh, I love it. Um, oh my gosh. I think I yeah, think we all yeah. should have a Harry Styles fashion sense right now. Oh absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um there's those long pants, those colorful shirts. I think it's absolutely fantastic. Oh, beautiful. Um and yeah. So he is gonna be my crush of the week, as well as I had the privilege of watching this incredible film last night it's called woman on the verge of a nervous breakdown oh my Absolutely god incredible. yes I it is been, i i mean i've been wanting to incredible. watch that forever please you have to um you have to send me the totally legal link to be able to enjoy that oh, i definitely <laughs> will ma'am um i definitely will be doing that in a, a hyper encrypted email for sure um <laughs> yeah but when i tell you that this is truly one of the most fun films I've seen in a very, very long time. Oh, it is truly a film that is obsessed with its own absurdity. It's not interested in... It's, it's, it's purely ridiculous. It's an incredible caper and ultimately did give birth to my other crush of the week who happens to be young Antonio Banderas, who oh, is, hot. I mean, hot. absolutely stunning. Oh, I didn't know God. that he was that stunning. Um, and so this actor came on screen. I was like, oh, who is that? Did a little Google search cast of nervous woman on the verge of a nervous breakdown. And it was revealed to me that that was actually Antonio Banderas, which is very shocking. Um, and so I, 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 mean, I, I think, think I, I might be in Antonio love. Banderas is really hot right now. Still. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But um, I think in his youth, there was a, I, there's a, there's a godlike quality, definitely. Oh, there's God. a, there's a Greek statue-like quality. I think he's fine with age as well, but yes. there's something about him being young. And also he plays kind of like a, a stupid character. Um, <laughs> and I'm just, I'm obsessed with beautiful, foolish men. Oh my God. I love it. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm so happy because I 
know that you were in your quest to watch um, more foreign films, you were just saying that all of them are so serious. <laughs> so I'm, absolutely, I'm absolutely. One that was foreign, but actually was quite fun. That's awesome. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, I mean, I've been exploring. Um, so the director is, um, I've, I'm not 100% sure how to pronounce his name, but Pedro Almodovar. Yes. Um, who, yeah, he directed one of the um, Oscar nominees this year, which was Pain, Pain and Glory, which had an old Antonio Banderas. Yeah. And I've so... As a heroin addict. As a heroin addict, exactly. But I have been... Um, exploring kind of a lot of his films and he is someone who is making a lot of really interesting half deep half hilarious films he's re- it, it is that thing of he pushes ridiculousness as extremely far as it's willing to go um and i think it's incredible so if anyone is looking for some kind of fun light-hearted as well as some serious foreign films definitely his work is the way to go love it love it love it love it and yeah. I, uh, yeah, I mm. think, um, I love that because I think it really captures our approach to life, which is half serious, yes. half hilarious and absurd. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. 100%. 100%. <laughs> I love that. I love so, that. So you, you have been finding Antonio Banderas uh, and Ben Platt, which is a mystery to me, of, and particularly hard. <laughs> but, um, but Murray, to return to the seminal question that undergirds right. this, this creative endeavor <laughs> of a podcast and perhaps our very identities <laughs> do you feel hot today i actually do i think i do feel pretty hot i recently had a um a haircut so for all the listeners big breaking <laughs> news i have shaved my head which i mean listen uh, the jury's still out on that one. But I, it, it makes me feel a lot more in my body. It's making me, I, I think I look good. Um, I do think you look good. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. Especially when I, I, I purchased this yellow beanie from Superba Least. Well, she's getting a lot of, she's getting a lot of name dropping yeah. today. Um, <laughs> but I, I went ahead. Yeah, honestly, honestly. <laughs> um, I, I bought that. And so when I wear it, I, I think... I, yeah, I think it, it really does look good. And also, it's it's nice to, like, not have to bother with, like, longer hair. It had really been irritating me. So, I'm, I'm, mm. I don't just feel like I'm looking hot. I'm, like, feeling hot as well, which is, so I mean, good. the answer That's to so the essential question, of and, course. Yeah. yeah I'm glad um, that the purpose yeah. finally came through. That's awesome. Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I got to say that one advantage of quarantining with your kind of biological family is that you do not have to spend money on food which means <laughs> that you can spend money on superfluous beanies um, I so, so that is a cheat code for anyone looking to <laughs> so kind yeah, of find meaning was, in this dark time um, yeah it's it's the literal like sims mother load moment oh absolutely absolutely um 100 i love it um but speaking of living lives and feeling hot or not hot my friend Take me through your journey of whether or not you feel attracted to yourself based on the fact that you are a new 22-year-old. Yes, well, both of us, actually. I realized that the last podcast was also recorded um, before you turned 22, and now I turned 22 as well. Oh, my gosh. I know, yeah. Um, That's incredible. Yes, yes. We're, we're, changed, we're changed women <laughs> on this podcast. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. we're, we're women on the verge of a nervous yeah. breakdown, to be quite frank. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I... Um, I yeah it's 
I, I do feel very hot today. I've had like a really um, not hot weekend. <laughs> I just, okay. I, um, no, in the sense of like, I think it was a combination of like, I had, I had wine on Friday, obviously, for my birthday. Obviously. And, obviously, <laughs> and um, I think I just like, I have, <laughs> I've just not been used to drinking alcohol at all. And I think I had like a hangover that became kind of like somewhat oh of like a lockdown depression. <laughs> But like, um, but like only for two days because you know me that's 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 how long my depressed episodes last (laughs) we're just not depressed people (laughs) no it's simply not i (laughs) famously so in fact but that's absolutely that's just not us us. absolutely (laughs) um yeah but um but today i'm feeling and yeah i I just i felt like my whole the whole weekend i was just kind of in like a mental um fog um, so it was not feeling very hard, but um, uh-huh. today I woke up early. I read a little bit uh-huh. of um, The Parasites by Daphne du Maurier, which is a book that Maria oh, is currently reading and really are enjoying. Um, yeah, yeah. so good. And um, and then Kelsey and I actually went for a walk through Company Gardens um, to Discamp oh to go pick up our <laughs> chronic medication. Uh, you know just just marriage and you know what honey sometimes a trip to Discam is something that can be so personal <laughs> so really just lean into that absolutely and um and then walking back which is wonderful and it just it was it was just really good to like the city is kind of getting busy again which worries me but also that's makes beautiful me very happy and, okay um, sure yeah and in fact it makes me more happy than anything and um and so, yeah, so it was, it was just really nice to be around kind of life in that way. And, of course, walking through Company Gardens and, like, the sun shining down and everything on, like, a cool autumn day. It was beautiful and I feel feel very good. So I'm feeling much better. That is gorgeous. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm yeah. glad that you're feeling hot. <laughs> I've, I've kicked depression. <laughs> Amazing. Honey, you should um, start a masterclass on that. <laughs> Because we've got some people that could definitely have you guys heard of that much for free. Yeah, Yeah, just exercise. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, But speaking of movies, Mary, you were telling me about another movie that you wanted to shout out on the podcast today. Right. Yeah. Well, it's um kind of in um inspired by this conversation that we're going to be having a little bit later on. Um, but so I, yeah, like I said, I have really tried to make it my mission to watch a a lot of foreign films. Um, and I have been doing that, which has been excellent. Um, really just trying to immerse myself in as many films as possible, which I'm also keeping a wary eye on whether or not that could be escapism. (laughs) But at the same time, it's like, um, I think it's okay to make use of escapist tendencies in this time because where am I going? You know, if escapism is wrong, I don't want to be right. (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely, one hundred percent. And so I've kind of, I've, I've really, really watched a lot of films, Um, but one that stuck out to me, which was actually recommended by dear friend of the pod, Amaze Trader. Yes, yeah, it's this French animation, which I saw on Netflix a while back, but was kind of in a different mode and a different space. And so I didn't, I was not interested back yeah. then. Um, but basically, so this, this French film is called, um, well, the English translation is I Lost My Body. Um, and it's this animated film which follows, it's, it's a really, so, so Netflix describes it as mesmerizing, which um, I think is kind of weird, but I have to agree. <laughs> 
um, it's it, it's it's yeah, it's this mesmerizing journey of of this hand that gets separated from the rest of its body and then basically searches the city to find its body. Um, oh. And the whole film is told basically to the perspective of the oh hand, my God. Um, which is like looking for its body. And then overlaid on top of this is this romantic story between this um, orphaned delivery boy <laughs> and this librarian. <laughs> I know it's, it's, it's strange and it's weird and it doesn't hit all of its marks, but I think it's a very intriguing story about connection, I think, and memory and loss. Um, and why I wanted to speak about it was because I think it's, it's so intriguing, the choice to, to film the entire, well, almost the entire thing from the hand's perspective. So you see, and it, I mean, it's quite um, like biologically, it, it doesn't always make sense. So that the hand is, is able to see things, um, which obviously you, if <laughs> your hand didn't have access to eyes. Yeah, you know, right, so, yeah. so some things are, are kind of off, but it's this really intriguing thing. And even watching how the hand moves, like scuttling along surfaces, there's a point where it falls into this, um, this lake. <gasps> Um, which is iced over um, and so you'd think that it would then like like sink to the bottom of the of the thing and push itself up but because it's sand it then has to get a stick and launch itself up um, and then obviously can't can't get over the ice so it's feeling along the ice feeling along the oh ice and eventually a, a little paparino rescues <gasps> it um, <laughs> yes yeah it, it is it, it really is just this incredible film and really got me thinking about um yeah the body and and what kind of different lives our bodies have led as well as yeah just just how how the body moves and one of the intricate ways that our body makes sense of the world around us um i thought it was a really really beautiful film about yeah about connection and about about what it means to be at home in your body and and to miss home in your body yes definitely and like i and what a wonderful idea and something to think about of like um if you're if your different body parts could narrate your life, um, what would they? Yes. Would they, yeah. They narrate your life, you know. Um, I love that. Exactly. So yeah. yeah. Just kind of the components. And it, it of makes me think of. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It um it makes me think of um I'm not sure if you ever in your um drama class did um our high school drama class did comedia del art yes yes uh yes oh god that was so much fun yeah yes yeah, yeah. so this idea that um for every kind of person a, a particular body part leads the Absolutely. action um, yeah. and yeah so for our listeners who might not be so clued yeah. in um <laughs> comedia del art is basically <laughs> this particular stylized italian form of acting where there's there's kind of stock characters so i think you have like the doctor who's supposed to be this like arrogant um kind of very knowledgeable but knows he's knowledgeable person you have like the lover you have the fool um and the way that comedia del art is taught to professional actors is that each kind of stock character leads with a particular part of their body so the doctor because he's this kind of arrogant clever man yeah. leads with his stomach so it's this very like protruding like kind, of kind of obnoxious of, yeah energy yes yeah. yes exactly um and i lost my body definitely made me think about that as well like what what part of your body do you think you lead with and what does that say about you i love that wow yeah Absolutely, yeah. I mean, um, when you were, I don't know how they did it at in good old Rusty Dusty, but when you were doing, um, <laughs> when you were doing Arte, which character were you assigned to look at? 
or did you kind of practice I, them? how did it work we um so we actually that was the two weeks that we got to do community art was um the two weeks that our drama teacher was away um <laughs> and so it involved a lot of youtube videos <laughs> Um, and then we had to basically design a play using those stock characters. And I, oh, if, if I recall correctly, I think that I was the doctor. Oh, interesting. I feel like you would do that very well. Yes. It was fun. It was really, really fun. Yes. And how about um, you? How, what, what yeah, kind of was your experience with that? Redacted School for Girls, what we used to do, <laughs> what we, how we approached was um, we were each assigned a um, different stock character to um, to look at and um, and kind of get in touch with whatever and then what we did was then on the day of our kind of practical exam we were given like a um, suggested um, script and then basically had to improv based with our characters oh wow yeah sure. yeah it was that's quite oh, intense absolutely <laughs> um it, it was Jeez. very intense yeah and um but I was I was one of the lovers actually <laughs> oh my gosh that amazing sense for <laughs> my life yes um, for course. sure for sure <laughs> um, but um but yeah but it was one of the lovers and I like I love the lovers because like um for the lovers for me it's it's a kind of a a sense of um body body attachment it's like very much like um like kind of arms focused and um like almost like chest right i kind of imagine yes um there's like this like kind of like daintiness um it it really reminds me of and i guess what i really loved uh embodying that character like it reminded me so much of kind of ballet movements um yeah yeah and the kind of grace and everything of that there um so yeah so um so yeah yeah I wow I yeah I completely forgot about Camille Delatte actually what a time <laughs> I know what a what a fever dream of a time absolutely, um, yeah yeah absolutely incredible yeah. yeah but really interesting to think about um the ways that we live so fully in our bodies and how our bodies often know more about ourselves than we consciously do I think totally yeah definitely and like um and that's that's definitely something I've been thinking a, a lot more about these days in in my research for my thesis. Um, blah, 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 blah. Um, so for the research for my thesis, <laughs> I have um, I have been looking at um, the body as this kind of central focus, um, which has mm. kind of been a new development, which is really cool. Um, in terms of trying to think about um, technology and how it tries to mimic um personhood but it lacks a body and what does the lack wow, of a body sure. actually mean um so right. it's been, yeah it's been super interesting and i've been reading i read this really interesting piece um and i will put the details of it in the in the description but i read this really Please do, yeah, my <laughs> i read this really interesting um thing because um in trying to understand like the how like body body politics when it comes to technology and um, there was this really interesting academic who was describing how how could you relate this idea of the um cartesian split between mind and body to technology wow yeah in the sense of like wow yeah in the sense of the mind is thought to be like this like space of intellectual development and therefore is was assumed right. to be this masculine space whereas the body because it's so 
it's pliable and porous um and um yeah Mm. and all those different things it's thought to be this like feminine space you know um and then and then when you it's interesting when you kind of create um artificial intelligence um and also artificial bodies because um it you have to then kind of rethink um what that split looks like and if you are going to be recreating it in this new form right and but it is it's just so it's so weird especially in this in world core one um because i feel like (laughs) our our body our minds are so hyperactive allegedly masculine like space um but like the, the feminine of our bodies is so imprisoned Right. Yeah, and it's right. I've been I've been um, hitting that. <laughs> it yeah. <sucks. laughs> right, right. And do you I mean, do you think that in terms of the energy that you're embodying, um, and not to get too binary, but do you think that you're embodying a more masculine or a more feminine energy within quarantine? Such a good question, actually. Um I I feel like it's been more masculine, you know, on the on the spectrum it's been more masculine. All right. Um, I, I feel like I haven't, sure. I feel like the, the last time I felt feminine <laughs> was, um, uh, <laughs> last time I felt feminine was, um, in March at that, at that wonderful picnic that we had with, wow. um, Ben and Grace actually. At, at, in... Right. Oh my gosh. That is, that was quite a while ago, my friend. It, yeah. And I, it is, I, I think there are kind of, there are moments in which I feel very feminine and like, um, uh, when I'm cooking, especially, even if that does sound problematic, but like that's when that's when I feel connected to my body. <laughs> Not at all. Uh... <laughs> um, but um, I'm just gonna stand in my truth here. Um, but yeah, but I, I, I feel very connected to my femininity when I'm cooking. I was I I made pizza from scratch actually um, last week, um, which was wow. which was okay. way easier than I thought it would be. So please look forward to some homemade pizza nights um, in future, Mary. Oh my gosh, yeah. I'm ready. <laughs> Already, already. Um, so yeah, it was really <laughs> awesome, and um, and and there was something about like kneading dough which felt like extremely yeah. good and extremely like. I, again, it was because it was because my body was involved in that motion. Your body that yeah. felt really really good. And how about you? I mean, right. Again, not to get too binary, but um, have you been have you been right. feeling kind of well, masculine I... in the core? Um, and what has that been and felt like? Right. Well, I wonder, um, Zara, if there's something interesting here about um, about how we maybe feel alienated from our bodies rather than particularly masculine or feminine. Because I yes. have been feeling a little bit more feminine, huh. almost. Um, so to me, it's like a lot of a lot of like lackadaisical lounging on my bed, lounging on a hammock. <laughs> like it's a lot of lounging, <laughs> which I associate in my head with like. Um, like a rich Victorian woman, <laughs> you know, um, you know, in my head, men don't lounge. Um, and so I'm, I'm wondering if there's something here about, so you, you are a woman. And so you feel more masculine because you maybe feel a little bit out of your body. I am a man. I feel more feminine because I'm feeling not as connected to my body within the quarantine. Absolutely. So I wonder if it's that yeah. rather than 
because we're using our bodies in this way, it's inherently masculine. Is this, is this what Lacan talks about? <laughs> Perhaps. You know, Perhaps. I, 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 still, I still have not read definitely. That, but, <laughs> I, I'm pointing to Lacan, so I feel like the next podcast will be dedicated to that. But that's, I, I really. <laughs> Maybe. I, I think that's such a fascinating point. And like, yes, like it's a. Um, we're kind of being undone in the in these opposites, you know. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Of course, right. Yeah. It's it's, right. it's a spectrum, um, not a binary, but like whatever, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, absolutely. But it's also, I think, it's sometimes helpful to think within these binaries because if if you don't have a blueprint for how to think about binaries and how do you move toward the spectrum, you know? Yes. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I think I think it is it is intriguing to think about how our bodies are maybe not even suffering, but just changing in terms of the kinds of ways that we make meaning out of the world without being able to touch, without being able to walk very far to drive. I know like for me, I that that's something bodily that I miss. Yeah. Um, which is interesting because I haven't been doing it for very long. Um, but I really do miss the act of of driving and I find myself thinking about that yes, quite a lot which totally. is interesting yeah oh yeah that is it's it's just so strange yeah and I the um I had this actually two kind of related thoughts um but the but the French animation um I lost my body that you were chatting about it really reminded me of <laughs> Nikolai Gogol's um short story the nose in which um a man wakes up and his nose is missing um and it's this kind of it's this, again this like fantastical <laughs> absurd um story and and totally reminded me of like this kind of missing hand um and then related to that this yeah. morning when I was um when I was getting out of the shower I dropped my glasses and um and the one lens has popped out um which is not great oh um um, yeah, that's so yeah. And so kind of, I, tr- I tried to kind of pop it back in, and it felt secure. But then when I was walking off to Discam, it's um, it popped out again, and so I just kind of had to like I had to go like one eyed um, through through Cape Town. But it was this like funny um, thing. Oh I, know, I know, I know, I uh, know. <laughs> that's awful, um, my friend. <laughs> but it was a funny thing of like um, suddenly like having to rely on like um my other senses again you know um of yeah right. and of, of of touch and feeling and everything um once this this other sense of sight had been taken away from me which is this really strange thing just because I feel like um we've been relying on sight so much in the quarantine we don't actually get to exercise right. the other hmm. the other other ones or as much or in as full a way as richer way as that I feel like we used to you know yeah absolutely absolutely and almost for me it also makes me think of um of this idea of um like extension of the body as well so what does it mean when if you lose your glasses that does feel like a piece of your body that you've lost absolutely um and it makes me think of um this this particular reading we did in in drama last year which was basically about what does it mean to extend the body beyond human capabilities um and i suppose kind of interesting also in in lieu of what you're looking at for your for your thesis what does it mean to (laughs) yeah 
Oh, honey, I got you. I got you. But basically, this person was was looking at, um, oh, yeah, w- what does it mean to create newness out of the body? Um, and something that I, I, I always love to think about is um, that series Westworld as well. So what does it mean to create bodies out of the, like, yeah, to yes. synthesize bodies? Um, and basically, this reading was was looking at, well, looking at, um, like, silicon breasts as as things that, are not inherently part of the natural body but become a part of the natural body and and even stuff like your glasses if you're carrying an umbrella maybe that does that becomes an extension of your body um in the ways that that you move that you experience the world but you can definitely very easily put it down you know um and as yeah i think i think it's so interesting to think about the ways that we over the many years of history have changed our bodies to fit what's happening in the world. And I wonder if any bodily change will come from what's happening right now. Is there going to be any kind of addition to the body? Right. You know? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it just makes me think of um, that dystopia presented in um, the seminal criterion classic level film um <laughs> wally <laughs> and when <laughs> Never yeah, forget. You know, yeah. uh, all the all the human beings are like morbidly obese and so they just sit around and and move around um in those wheelchairs um yeah and like and right. i yeah what what will what will what will stillness do um to our bodies and like how will we kind of try and complement that mm. as we as we go back into the world, you know, because I feel like most most countries are, and absolutely are included, or perhaps not the Republic of the Western Cape, um, but the Republic of South Africa certainly is heading into kind of easing <laughs> of lockdown and a, and a return to a new right. And um, and it's going to be interesting to see like um, what yes, because I mean, glasses, the umbrella, prosthetic limbs; these are all forms of technology, right? That have in enhanced in some way the human right. body and yeah right yeah um and so yeah. I, um and 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 it, what are they combating kind of uh, well, but right yeah we were we were kind of concluding with this thought of um of what's the least possible what what kind of bodily changes right could happen. right um yeah. But as as well as what will stay the same, you know, um, I find it comforting to to think about everything that will stay the same and everything that I can cling to that is constant. Um, and so it's like, okay, yes. so a face mask is something that's going to probably become um, an enhancement to my body and probably a pretty permanent enhancement to my body for the foreseeable future. Yes. But I can yes. still breathe through my nose. I can still breathe through my mouth. I can still feel my face you know um absolutely and until one day you wake up and you'll know right is and, and kind of up until <laughs> that point I feel pretty I, I feel pretty stable in my body you know <laughs> um but but yes. yeah I yeah I think it's it's interesting to think about what happens when the body has to undergo rapid change as well as um t- kind of counteract a perceived threat because this is this is something different, I think, than kind of a lot of the the threats that we've experienced before, that we know of before. Often there are bodily threats, but this is a very specific 
breakdown of the body. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And what does that mean for how we think about the bodies in relation to other people and how that means that we can't really connect with other people, you know? Yes. Oh, so definitely. And I'm always intrigued by this idea of like um, the fact that the the virus... (laughs) Um, <laughs> the virus doesn't want to um, kill you. Its only aim actually is to is to infect you, yes, but then to kind of pass it on to right. other people, right? It, that's that's its um, its raison yeah. <laughs> um, And um, and and that is so weird to me because it's like it, it feels like a um, well, okay, depending on what your um, uh, your other conditions could be, but. Um, but it, it feels it's being framed as this like fight of life or death right you know right um whereas really like the um it's it's using you as this kind of um transitory vessel you know right um which is it does it does such a weird thing to how we think about our bodies yeah almost as <laughs> as just a as container well. almost a passage for passing through yes that's really interesting to think Absolutely. about as well yeah Definitely. And like, as I've kind of been trying to like hashtag unlearn, like, uh, you know, like Descartes ideas and how they've influenced how we think about the body in terms of, um, in terms of realizing that we are bodies, we don't just yes. have bodies that can be can be engaged in work. Um, it's, it's weird now to think about because in this in this time, it feels so inconvenient to have a body. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, um, yeah. And and because it and then and then cause it makes you realize that actually it's not so much the having of a body that's the issue. It's actually that I inhabit yes. in this body, and the threat of my kind of con- my consciousness is also under threat if it is a a fight between life or death. It, you know, right? And that I mean that is really I think for me one of one of the terrors of of growing older as well. I was thinking about this the other day. Is that what will it what oh will God. it mean to inhabit a body that doesn't really have concrete memory anymore you know um oh my God. yeah and, and no literally because i i have no interest in... I, I, yeah i watched, I watched <laughs> you know and like that and that is the I'm blueprint scared. can you imagine i think um yeah it's it's strange oh to immerse like descartes ideas within what we think about today with regard yeah stuff like still alice stuff like having a body puts you at risk um of certain things it's it's difficult to hold yes. all of these things within your head and try and make sense of everything i think absolutely yeah uh, yeah. yeah and then still just like um you know but i, I i'm doing all of that as i'm just like hammering out my exactly <laughs> you know 100 percent. as i'm trying to and and you're doing that as you you exactly exactly <laughs> and and yeah. we're, we're getting through and we're we're making it you know um which is a Absolutely. strange thing to think yes, about we are. yeah our bodies are our bodies yeah. are surviving <laughs> yes yes exactly exactly yeah um my my sanity i'm not <laughs> so sure about <laughs> but um but yeah but i just have to again listen to the government yeah. um stay inside and stay basically forever forever and always <laughs> a woman on the verge of a nervous breakdown um <laughs> No, but yeah, but as you say, things remain, and I I so look forward to them. Yeah. Um. And and something something that still remains is this podcast, and we thank you all for listening. Always for tuning in, for not shutting us out, for continuing to support us. Yeah. I think what was really cool is that um, 
I checked our our previous episode got like like some of the most listens we've ever gotten, which is incredible, I think. So thank yes, you so much. The people are dead. Absolutely. And you know what? We are gonna bust our asses <laughs> to give it to you. Um it's not gonna be a regular schedule, but you know what? <laughs> we are human bodies and you can't expect more from us than that. So yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, and as always, if there if you if you'd like to tell us how you're feeling in your body. If you'd like to tell us what you think of uh, Please do. I'm dying to know, guys. Let's open a discourse because I'm not sure. I'm still very much on the fence. Yes. Yes. I I really, um, I'm off the fence. I okay. don't see it, Murray. Okay, I but really have you seen him so with sorry. a moustache, Zara? Oh, that sounds even more Listen, I, there's just something. you got to go watch the trailer for, his, for, his, for the Radio City Music Hall um, thing. This this honestly feels like uh like day three before <laughs> lockdown. Murray starts thinking no, that uh, was hard. No, listen, he is also a big um a big kind of mover and shaker within the gay community. Like many gay men find him hot, you know. So it's not it's not actually just me. Not to kind of self identify yeah. as that shameful breed of man, but don't don't be the lowest common denominator. <laughs> I'll do my very best. Okay, well I'm so sorry. Next week I'll come with a better crush of the week. <laughs> I love it. I look forward to it. And uh, but again, if you would like to engage in this Socratic dialogue, um, please do. Uh, please do email us at marianzara at gmail.com. Please, literally, guys, it literally does not have to be much, but we would love an email. That's all I'm saying. Absolutely, we're literally we're big. We're on our hands and knees, not to kind of depace ourselves. That's literally where we are at this point. I would just love to read an email. That's all. Absolutely. That's not from my lecturers, you know. Yes, literally. Yeah. Similarly to any lecturers yeah. who are listening in, I would love for you to email us as well, <laughs> just in case you are out there. Yes. Yeah. Like uh, CC. Please. Nadia Davis. Actually, only you. No one else. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, shame. That's what we want to know. Can the baby come <laughs> on the pod? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i i love you i so love you much. too my friend and um and i shall listen to you in two weeks fantastic <laughs> i can't wait and i'm sure our listeners can't wait and um yeah i cannot wait to be reunited in body with you yes yes same here Some, Some things, things do, do remain. remain all right love you and love you all goodbye everyone well. much love bye